Wow. Would you do me a favor because it's worthy of doing it, especially those of you that have been around here and you get to hang out with her. And then those that, you know, just glean in from every now and then and those that are watching, trust me, when you do this, she'll be able to feel it. You know, one of the things that we can never allow to happen is for a prophet to go without honor in their own hometown, among their own kind, among their own family. That's what Jesus said. That's, that's what you would have to look out for, is that your gift to be accepted, it be regarded everywhere except for the people right around you. Now, I know that's not you, and I'm grateful that it's not. So would you please allow this woman of God to know how much you appreciate the gift and calling. We appreciate you. I'm honored to be connected. You know... What an, what an apostolic gift. I mean, the way she carries this state in her. And this city, this state, and this nation in her. You know, I'm going to say something. And if you'll just give me two minutes, I, I want to. I just want to mess with your mind for a moment. Because oftentimes people can see who we are before we can see it ourselves. We're like the last people for it to really dawn on us like, oh man, I am called by God. You know, everybody else can see it because you're so you being you that you don't recognize it because you're just being yourself. Normally when I walk into a place, I get to worship. I love worship. Uh, music is in my DNA. Uh, I write music. I worship music. Normally I love to get in and worship, but man, when I walked in this room, I couldn't do nothing but get downloads. And I was kind of worried. I was like... I was like, I hope they don't think I'm just sitting down, you know. But I got some work to do. I just start looking up scriptures, typing things, getting new slants, new revelations. That's because the Spirit of God is welcome here. He's welcome here. And one of the things that he said before you get started, I, I want you to tell them who they are. Because I don't think they know. What's the date? October 20th. What's the year? 2023. You could be anywhere else tonight. But you're here. I could be anywhere else tonight. But I'm here. Why? Because heaven had you on its mind. 
The things that I am about to say to you, no matter what you think about yourself, you have been handpicked by God. That the words that I speak fall on your ears. Which means you are no ordinary people. You are no ordinary people. That the Father has saw fit tonight to convene us together. She just heard it. But it was the Lord's doing. To arrange us because he says, you are the people I want to use for this groundswell of anointing and angelic activity and supernatural demonstration of my authority and power that's about to hit this city and they're not going to even know what happened to them. We've been in here worshiping under an open heaven. The man of God in the team has just so led us into a realm. So what I want you to do is I want you to get as serious about yourself as heaven is about you tonight. Touch yourself and say, yes, I'm the one. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many Facebook followers you got or Instagram followers. It doesn't matter what you have a title to your name, whether you have a Ph.D. or whether you even have a G.E.D. I'm telling you tonight, you're heaven's best. Look at somebody and tell them, I know that's hard for you to swallow, but it's true. Tell them, you are heaven's best. You are the ecclesia. You, you, oh, come on. You, you are the counsel of the most high God. You, you sit in a place tonight far above principality. And, and so for my part, tonight and tomorrow morning, I want to awaken you to some things. Okay, Fred. He comes up to flow with me, but he's done such a great job. We can just dive right on into the Word of God. Go to... Man, that was one of the problems when I walked in here. I don't know where to go. Go to Isaiah chapter number 14. I did bring some books with me. I just released a book in January called Take Back Your Authority. And I'm not going to preach out of this book tonight. However, some of the things I'm going to say are in this book. But but, uh, some of the the things that I have to share tonight... I've never seen them quite this way. And so get it because it's turning out to be like a a warfare manual. But it's just revelations that'll get you to a greater level of faith. She said something that was so profound. She said, nothing I'm going to say tonight is new because everything I'm about to say is in the Bible. (laughs) so it's not new what is going to be new is the renewing of your mind we're catching up y'all we're catching up we're catching up 
to what the Word of God says to us. And we're starting to find a people that are free enough of religion to step into it. And that's the kind of amazing people you are tonight. Boy, I feel it in the room. There's weight in the room. <laughs> now, my goal is to get you to believe on another level. You can't go any higher than your faith. So whenever God gets ready to take you up, he gives you a revelation. Because you can't believe beyond your revelation. Faith cometh by yeah, I can't believe if I haven't heard, if I haven't seen. Some kind of way God's got to introduce me to a greater revelation, a greater unveiling, a greater unfolding in order to take my faith up. And so my assignment is to, you know, man, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I preach all around, some everywhere. <laughs> and tonight, these, though, if truth be told, these are really the nights I, I want. Because they're different. You know, in a church service, you got all kind of people. You really do. But when you come in among grown folk, I call it grown folk business. When you get in among mature saints of God, I believe this is ultimately where my call is. Now, don't get me wrong. We need, we need the pediatrics, the elementary um, foundations. We need people to teach on inner healing and breakthroughs and getting over your past and trauma and issues and marriage and all of that. And all that's needed. Trust me. Because people are on all types of levels. But at some point, you just want to get with some grown folk. <laughs> and just say, how deep can we go? How, 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 deep, how deep can we go? My marriage is good. How deep can we go? You know, I'm at peace. I'm, I'm whole. I'm over my issues. How, how deep can we go? When I began, it was after I wrote the book of authority that God really gave me the greatest revelation of authority that I've ever received in my life. And it has changed the way I have been thinking for the last six months. It has made life so easy. You're not going to believe it until you believe it. You are about to have days, weeks, and months where you don't see the devil. He ain't trying to be nowhere close to you. He trying to avoid you at all cost. Because you know something. And he knows you know it. And that is authority. Now, after I wrote the book, Isaiah 14, the Spirit of the Lord dealt with me on this. And, you know, very familiar passage of Scripture. It's about Lucifer 
and you know his fall, his rebellion. And that's what I want to break down to you tonight. Now, will I mess up the camera if I walk down there? Because I just don't know what I'm going to do. If so, y'all, y'all make it work. Make it work for them. It says, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? Morning, how thou art cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations. For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the North Sea. Demons are screaming right now. <laughs> They're just screaming. They're just screaming right now. Right now. No, for real. No, for real. They are. They're terrified right now. Terrified at just the reading. I'm telling you, I sense it. They're just terrified at the reading of this. And it says, I will ascend, verse number 14, to the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. I love that next phrase. Yet you shall be brought down to hell. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. What you mean? <laughs> You're going to be like the most high. And Jesus says like lightning. I saw him fall. This is the first revelation of authority you have to get in order to walk into a greater dimension. And I've never seen this. The Spirit of the Lord spoke to me and said, Isaac, through that verse, he spoke to me and said, the enemy is not after you. His real issue is not even with you. It's with me. The conflict between God and Satan started before you were created. Meaning mankind. Which means the real battle... In the earth realm, it's between God and the adversary who refuses to allow him to rule in peace. Now, if Satan will try it in heaven. You know he's going to try it on the earth. The only issue is, is when he tried it in heaven, like lightning he fell. What happens when he tries it in the earth? He's allowed to succeed. And he said, Isaac, the first thing I want y'all to understand about authority is that this ain't even about y'all. 
This is about me and my supremacy and an adversary that I created perfect. The Bible says he was created perfect, that God, in the day God created him, he was perfect. But iniquity was found in him, and Satan doesn't necessarily have a problem with you. He has a problem with God. You become significant because it is you that God gave his authority to. Now you got to get this. It's going to change your thinking forever. So the issue is that this is an issue that predates you. It predates mankind. This is about an outlaw. This is about a fallen angel who wants to be like God. He wants his authority and God forbid him to have it. Cast him down like lightning. The Bible declares in Revelations that he fell to the earth rim. And it is in the earth realm that we discover how Satan was able to rebel against God. Write this down. Every act of Satan in the earth realm is a rebellion against God. Every act of Satan in the earth realm is a rebellion against God. His rebellion is against God. His issue is with God. Get that in your mind because it's going to help you with authority. His challenge is against the throne of God. Now, when you say, I will exalt my throne, I will be like the most high God, let's just cut through the chase. He's talking about power. He's talking about authority. He's talking about rulership. In other words, Satan was not content to be created by God or content to worship God. He wanted to be like him. Now, he is never going to relent of that sadistic aim. He wants to have God's authority. So he's not going to change. He's not going to let up. He's not going to quit. He's not going to say, God cast me out, so I guess that didn't go over so well. He hit the earth with the same agenda. This has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with a lot of the things that we have made up in the earth realm this has nothing to do with us getting together on Sunday morning, feeling real good about ourselves, coming in, fellowshipping with one another, having a little church, you know, singing little songs, pray a little prayer, have a 15-minute sermon, and go get some coffee on the way out the door. 
This has nothing to do with this. This has to do with one thing and one thing only, authority. Whose authority will govern the earth? That's what this is about. The reason I said that, because if you're not willing to get into this fight, you are of no use to the kingdom. Absolutely none. Because this whole battle, the whole reconstruction of earth, the whole creating of Adam and Eve, the whole coming of Jesus to redemption is about one thing. It is about authority. If Satan had not rebelled against God, there would have never been a need for Adam and Eve to be created. Everything is about authority. It is the dominant number. Oh, I feel a mantle tonight. It is the number one preeminent DNA of God. He is Elohim. He is creator. He is the omnipotent, omnipotent. He, he is all authority personified. That's why when you talk about God, you speak as an eternal judge. You, you speak as one who sits on the circle of the earth. You're talking about power when you talk with God. You talk about authority. You talk about thrones and kingdoms. That's why he throws words out like that. Because this is about authority. So you've got to get in your mind. The number one thing in my life has got to be authority. Why? Because it is why you were created. So much of our Attention has been on what we were created to do, but it has not been on why we were created. And the why precedes the what. Because if you don't know the why, you will abuse the what. In other words, if I don't know the purpose before I am created, then I will, can spend my whole life doing a whole lot of things that have nothing to do with the purpose. And I suggest to you, that is the church in this day and age. We are doing a whole lot of stuff, but it has nothing to do with the purpose. The purpose was up on this rock. I'm going to build my church. <laughs> what you're going to do, I'm going to give it some keys to the kingdom. See, we're talking authority. And they're going to run this earth realm for me. He gave the church its purpose. Why? Because it's the same purpose he gave to Adam and Eve. God's looking for somebody in the earth to enforce his authority. 
So now Lucifer is thrown down, your Bible declares, to the earth realm, and then the earth realm comes under judgment. I believe in the gap theory. The gap theory is, I believe something happened between Genesis 0 and 0 and Genesis 1. And I believe that because of two primary scriptures. Well, first of all, you shouldn't even have to have that many scriptures. I mean, God is light. (laughs) In him, there's no darkness at all. I mean, so God ain't got no dark in him to get dark from. So he can't create nothing dark because he ain't got no dark in him. He can't get it from. I mean, he's light. You understand what I'm saying? God doesn't function in darkness. There's only one prince of darkness. There's only one author of darkness. So you can count it. Wherever there's darkness, there's a devil. You understand? And so the Bible declares that when we get to Genesis 1, we are not dealing with God creating the earth because the earth is there. I mean, just think about some things. So we get to Genesis 1 and the earth is already there. So it's not God creating it because it's there. But it's dark. It's without form. It's void. But now Isaiah 45 said God did not create the earth void. Isaiah 45, 18, he didn't create it not to be inhabited. So why is it not inhabited? Well, because Jeremiah 4 tells you that God did something to it. He judged it out of his fierce anger. What would tick God off? So much that he would destroy what he created so he could start it all over again. He was judging a system that was here. Now, I don't have time to go through all of that except to fast forward to tell you God, Satan had some type of rule and some type of expression in this realm. We know there was was beings here, whether, you know, we call them dinosaurs and all of those things. And we know there was some form of a social system here. There were some kind of beings that were on this planet before God created Adam and Eve. So before I get bogged down into all of that, there are some things I believe that I believe the scripture bears out, but that's just not my my assignment. My assignment is not Genesis 0 and 0 between Genesis 1. My assignment is Genesis 1. When God comes down and starts to recreate this earth. What you and I don't understand is that when God recreated the earth realm and then said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion. Let them have dominion. Dominion. Let them have dominion. Let them have dominion. For what? Why do they need dominion over the earth? Because when Satan was stripped, he was forbidden by God. To function in it. And God said, Adam and Eve, hear me now, because here's the first huge light bulb 
over the earth realm for the purpose of enforcing God's judgment on Satan. In other words, God says the only reason I'm creating y'all is because I need y'all to do something for me. What do we what you need us to do for you, Father? Worship you? God said, No, I don't need worship. I don't need worship. That's not why I'm creating you. You say, shouldn't we worship God? Of course. But everybody look at somebody and say, but I'm talking about the why he created you. The why he created you. You know what the Bible says about worship? Let me tell you, unless we get too exalted in our worship and think that what we give to God is really what he needs. (laughs) The Bible says... Before God created us, the morning stars sang the praises of God and the sons of God shouted for joy. Which means God had worship way before he made man. (laughs) Because you have a whole church that loves to worship, but that ain't why he created you. It's good to do it, right to do it. I do it with the best. But that is not why you were created. The why is so simple. Let them have dominion. Image, likeness, and dominion is why he created us. And this dominion piece is the authority piece. He is in essence telling mankind, I need you to do A favor for me. I have forbidden Satan to have any rights to function on earth. That's why God judged him, judged the whole system, shut down the whole planet. Brought and whole into that dispensation to start all over again and say, This time I'm going to have a ruler down there in my stead that will not allow him to touch anything on that planet. Glory be to God. You got to get this down in your bones. You got to get this down in your bones because if you can handle it, by the time we get to tomorrow morning, you're just going to start telling the devil when he shows up, you know I'm illegal. You don't have no rights to me. You take that down the street somewhere. Just that easy. Glory be to God. And so... The assignment is clear. Authority is the assignment. Dominion is the assignment. Why? Remember, Satan doesn't have an issue with Adam and Eve. You understand? Adam and Eve wasn't even created when Satan started his rebellion. His issue is with the authority of God. He does not want to submit to it. But in heaven, he had no choice. He left there real fast. Matter of fact, the Bible declares he never got there. The Bible says he said in his heart, 
I will ascend. Which means he conceived it in his heart. I think that's my phone going off. Dear, would you cut it off for me? He said it in his heart. That, that's my daughter's ringtone. I think she, not that one. I don't know what that one was. I'm talking about that other one down there. I hear it going off. He said it in his heart, which means he conceived it in him. And then the Bible declares that when he thought to carry this out, like lightning, he fell from heaven. Hallelujah. <laughs> Boy, but man, I'm telling you, that's some power right there. That's some power when you can be gone that fast. I mean, what's the speed of light? Uh, what, 186,000 miles a second? That's how fast he was gone. Shows you the, the, the extent of God's authority. And so he's banished in this earth's atmosphere. Watch this. Write this down. With no rights. This is what God did. He stripped him of any legal rights to function in the heavens or in the earth. That was the judgment. Now, write this down. He has a right to be here. He just has no rights here. In other words, he's a convicted felon. And earth was supposed to be jail for him. Glory be to God. No rights, no anointing, no light, no glory. All that he was created with, he was stripped, and he has become the inversion and perversion of how God created him. That's why he is so wicked, because he is now inverted. He is now perverted. All the beauty that was in him is now wickedness. He has totally lost any anointing. The Bible says he was the anointed cherub that covered. He was stripped of everything, banished. And then God comes into the earth realm and says, son, until I throw you in the pit, I'm going to lock you in jail. And then the Bible says this was why he made man. Look at your brother and sister and tell them, say, God created us originally to keep Satan in jail. In other words, what am I saying? He created us for him to be an extension of heaven's authority in the earth to keep Satan subject to the rule of God extended in the earth realm. 
God says, I'm not coming down there, but what I am going to do is I'm going to make a man and a woman and I'm going to give them authority and dominion over the earth. And their assignment is have dominion over everything I created. In good old Georgia English, he just said, don't you let the devil touch nothing. Hallelujah. Come on, say it out of your mouth. From this day forward, I ain't letting the devil touch nothing. This was the assignment. So now, if you're Satan, you have no hope. You're done. You're underneath the authority of God in the earth realm through these created beings, Adam and Eve. And this is the purpose for humankind. This is why God created us. He wanted this whole earth populated with image, likeness, and dominion so that this whole realm was filled with the glory and beauty of God so that God could have on earth as it is in heaven. Boy, if we could have seen Georgia and everybody that would be born before the fall, if Adam hadn't have ever sinned, my God in heaven. See, this is what's going to make uh, the, the, the second heaven and, the, and, the, and the, 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 the last heaven. It's not just the second. It's the, it's the last one he's going to make. And when he said, I will create a new heaven and a new earth, this is what's going to make it so beautiful. Because only then will we be able to see it in the state that God originally created it before sin entered it. You think we've seen trees? We ain't seen nothing yet. It won't be until God removes the curse off of this place. And glorifies it that we walk outside and be like, so that's a tree. Hallelujah. And so Satan now is locked in this realm. Stay with me because I'm turning you, you into a weapon of mass destruction. I'm not really turning you into a weapon. You are one. I'm about to detonate you though. That's my, I'm about to light your fuse. You got to get this part down. Satan knows He's got to get out from under that authority. And the only hope he has is to get Adam to sin against God. The whole temptation, let me fast forward because I'm, I got to get you somewhere tonight. The whole temptation of getting Adam to eat of the tree was to get Adam fired. Because Satan knew. That God gave Adam and Eve one thing that he could get to. It was the same thing that God created Satan with or Lucifer with, which became Satan. It was in order to have authority, you must have a measure of free will. Because you can't rule without free will. I've got to be able to come in here. When the apostle comes in here and says, you know what, I'm, I'm kind of, that flower was good for a season. Move that in and bring in some roses. You know. You got to be able to make decisions with dominion. 
So you got to have a measure of free will. And look at what God told Adam. Man, that's why I tell you, that's why I always say when I get to heaven, there are two people I'm going to see. Two people. Two people I'm going to first. I know it. Y'all forgive me. I'm getting over it. I'm growing. But I ain't going to God first. I'm going to Adam. And if slapping is allowed in heaven, <laughs> mama, I'm going to slap him so hard and grab some piece of fruit and say, for this, man, for this, you did all of that to us for this. God said, the day you eat of it, you shall surely die. <laughs> Satan said, that's my chance. That's my chance right there. Pride, self-governance, the ability to decide. Now, look at the authority that God gave Adam. He says, you can make a decision, whatever decision you want about everything I created. Just not that tree. I've given you free will, free reign to release your dominion, to have your desire, to speak, to move and do whatever you want. Even the Bible say the creeping thing submitted to Adam's authority. You know you got authority when the ant looking up at you. <laughs> when you walk in, talking about that's the man right there. That's the man right he had the free will to rule, dominate, speak, decree, create, do whatever he wanted to do except for one thing. And he chose it. And he let Satan out of jail. He unlocked the door and allowed Satan to have access to this planet, to function in it. Not because he has no right. He still doesn't have no right to do it. But there's no one here in authority over him because God gave that to Adam and Eve. What am I trying to tell you? That the assignment for the ecclesia is to rediscover this mission. The whole mission of Jesus, and I take it that you are, I take it that you are spiritually mature enough for me to be able to fast forward through some things now. Jesus comes on the scene for one reason. And I, I don't know why it didn't dawn on me. After the Spirit of the Lord revealed all this to me, and this is after I wrote the book. <laughs> it's, it's almost like I need volume two. Actually, Larry has already given, I'm already contracted to write another book where I'll go further into some things. But but I, I don't know how I missed it and how the church missed it to the degree that we missed it. 
Because the Bible declares that Jesus didn't just, I said didn't just, I said didn't just come to the earth to save you. The Bible says in 1 John, for this purpose was he manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Which means he was on a twofold mission. And it's right there in Genesis chapter number one. He's coming to deliver us from sin and spiritual death. And at the same time, getting authority back in the realm of the earth. So that he can pronounce judgment again on Satan. Actually, not necessarily. He doesn't even have to necessarily pronounce it again on it. He's just going to have the ability to enforce it. He's coming to shut the devil down. So, my good Christian people, can I give you the assignment for your life now that you are saved? Look at somebody and tell them your assignment. Now that you are saved, is to destroy the works of the devil. Not be destroyed by the devil. Oh God, how we, oh the preacher's starting to come out of me now. That's a dangerous thing. I don't know how we preach the devil so big. And the church so small. That we have to wake up in the morning worrying about what he's going to do to us. You got to watch the enemy. No, the enemy better be watching me. He better be worried about what I'm about to do. And I bet not see him nowhere around me. Hallelujah. And so Jesus... When he is raised from the dead, makes this monumental statement. And this might be all you can handle tonight. I don't know. We'll see. He, he, I told you, this, man, the Lord's been working on me with this. He makes this monumental statement. All authority. In heaven and in earth has been given to me. What? Let us create man in our image. Let them have dominion. They lost it. And then Jesus comes on the scene and says, all authority in heaven and in the earth belongs to me. Now, I don't know what all means in Georgia, but in Texas, all means, it's an ebonic word. You got to catch this. It means everything. Don't know what everything means down here. <laughs> that, 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 
that, oh Lord, I'm about to get drunk. <laughs> in the spirit, for those that are watching, in the spirit. That means there is no right. There is no rule. There is no jurisdiction. There is no demographic in which that is not under my authority. No human, no demon, no principality, nobody's got authority. Jesus says, I got it all. In both realms, whether there be angels, cherubim, seraphim, whether there be the armies of God, the host of heaven, whether they be men or women walking around on the earth, whether they be demonic principalities, powers of power, nobody on this earth has a right to anything but me. Come on. Come on. I have all. Which means I determine what is lawful here. I determine what is legal here. I determine what is just. I set the rules. I determine what can and cannot be done. I determine what you can say and what you cannot say. And the only reason Jesus is not ruling planet earth today is because he has two outlaws. Man... And Satan. I did real good. I almost said you and Satan. <laughs> because there is not but two entities that defy him. If he has all authority, that means he calls the shots. We don't get to decide what we want to do. Oh, I like the way you shout now. We don't get to decide when we want to do it. We don't get to decide nothing on this planet. Jesus says, all authority has been given to me. My God. Now, why did I bring that point up? It's not to depress you and thinking you can't do nothing without God. It is to tell you. And this is the thing you have to understand to function in great authority. Here it is. You have none. <laughs> you say, wait a minute. You didn't spend this whole 35 minutes trying to talk to me about my authority. No, not yours. You ain't got none. Adam and Eve didn't have none. They had his. Oh, this is going to change your life forever. They didn't have it. They got it from God. He said, let them have dominion. In other words, I'm giving them the right to exercise my authority. You don't have none. I got it. That's why I don't touch my tree. You're created in my image, but you're not me. You're still under my rule. Still under my jurisdiction. Don't touch that tree. And when he decided to usurp God's authority, that's what got him in trouble. Because you don't have none apart from him. 
Hallelujah. Now, this is crucial. This is good news. This is good news. So all they had to do is stay submitted. Somebody say, stay submitted. Stay submitted. Stay submitted. All they had to do is just submit. And God gave them the right to use his authority in the earth realm. It was God's authority that he gave them the right to use. But they didn't have it apart from him. And they found out real quick what they could do without him. Which was nothing. And then Jesus is raised from the dead and he makes the bold statement. Now all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. That means nobody else has it unless it's been delegated to them by him. So in and of yourself, you don't have it. You only get to use it. Because you are in the family. But it's his authority. Now why am I telling you this? Because child of God, hear me. Let me calm down enough to tell you. Most of the battles that you have lost is because you were doing the fighting. This ain't got nothing to do with you. This has to do with Jesus. And Satan is a master of trying to get you to use something in your own strength in order to deal with him. He's a master of trying to get you to trust in something that you bring to the table. In order to go to war against him. He wants you some kind of way. To try to function as an independent agent. And Jesus won't let you do that. Because Jesus says you have had no nails in your hand. You have had no crowns on your head. You have had no nails in your feet. You didn't go to hell. You were not resurrected. You don't have any authority. I got it. But because God's will was for you to have it in the earth realm, all you got to do is receive me. And with me comes image, likeness, and dominion. When you got born again, you got the right to that authority. It ain't yours. It's his. So I'm going to take you to a piece of scripture. And boy, when you get this, you on your way. Mark chapter number 16. Oh, this is just part one. In the morning, this, I'm going to give y'all a night to sleep on it. Because in the morning, you know, I got to fly out soon as I get done preaching, so I'm just going to unload. You, you, you can just work with it while I'm gone. 
Mark 16, Jesus makes this statement. He says, and this is all in the same statement after he is raised from the dead. And he says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. Matter of fact, I'm going to ask you to put this scripture up on the screen. Go to Mark chapter number 16. Let's start in at verse number. I have to watch myself because I'll try to read it all. Let's just start at verse number 15. And he said, go ye into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes on me and is baptized shall be saved, and he that shall not believe shall be damned. And these signs will follow them that believe in my name. You need to underline in your Bible, that means in my authority. Uh Uh-oh. Jesus is about to unleash something on Satan that the Bible declares had the princes of this world known. What they were being influenced to do, they would have never crucified him. Because Jesus is about to multiply himself times 120. When Jesus rose from the dead, Colossians 2.15 declares that he spoiled principalities and powers, made an open show of them. He stripped Satan of any authority, any rights to function on this planet again. And he ends right back up in Genesis chapter number one. He reversed it. That's why everything that Jesus came to do has the prefix re on it. Redeem. Renew, return, restore, revive. He's coming to do something back again. What? Watch this. Not just to you, but to the devil. He's coming to get him back too. He is coming to put him back in a position underneath the authority of God in the earth realm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, the reason you got to know this is because the church be shouting, yeah, I'm going to go around and save. I'm on my way to heaven. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And let the devil beat them down all the way. Because it is not just about you getting saved and getting to heaven. It is also about getting Satan back underneath the authority of God Almighty in the earth realm. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, on my way to heaven and kicking him all the way. That's our testimony. On my way to heaven and before I get there, I'm going to unravel every demonic scheme, plan, and strategy of the enemy and tell him how dare you rebel against the authority of God Almighty. This is why I set this up telling you this is about God and Satan. Satan's rebellion against God. He's rebelling against the authority of God. And you and I cannot allow him to do it. 
It's almost like Satan tries to go up to God. God casts him down to the earth and locks him down. Then God creates Adam and Adam lets him back out of jail. Then Jesus comes into the earth realm and then goes to hell and back, raised from the dead, locks him back up, and then the church let him right back out of jail. God been locking him up and we've been letting him out. Locking him up and we've been letting him out. Say not after tonight. Come on, say not after tonight. We're going to lock him up and throw away the key in my life. I can't speak for your life. But as for me and my house, we... Hallelujah. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I need somebody ready to fight in here. Anybody ready to fight in here? Anybody tired of seeing what the devil has brought into the borders of the state of Georgia? Can you believe the mess that's going on in Atlanta? We ain't fixing to sit around and let the devil take our city. We're not finna allow all these spirits of perversion and deception. And oh God, let me let me let me calm down. Let me calm down. Y'all got to fight. You got to get fight, 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 fight. Because you were born again for this purpose. I hate to tell you. I hate to tell you, good little church saint that don't like messing up nothing and don't like getting your hands dirty and don't like dealing with none of the demonic stuff. And those of you watching that don't even believe in a devil. This is why the earth is in the mess that it is in. Because there is an ecclesia down here that will not stand up to the responsibility of binding on earth what has been bound in heaven. Loosing on earth what has been loosed in heaven. I'm closing, but give me two more minutes. The Bible declares the purpose for the church is in these verses right here. I'm going to send you out in my authority. Don't go on your own because you ain't got none. You're going in mine. <laughs> Woo! If you show up to a devil, I was going to do her, but she's too sweet. <laughs> so I can't use her name. I'm going to come over here to him. Don't be offended. But you know that's the leadership over there. I can't, I can't do it in the lead. What's your name? Ertico. Okay, Ertico. Yeah. Now, if he shows up and say, in the name of Ertico. <laughs> you know what the demon spirits are going to say? Jesus, I know. <laughs> Paul, I know. What are they trying to say in Acts chapter number 19? Y'all got me ahead of myself. They're supposed to be in the morning. Okay. Okay, I'm going to leave that for in the morning. Here's the deal. I'm getting too excited. You ought to help me. My God. I'm going to calm down. Let me calm down. Let me calm down. I'm having too much fun with y'all. That's why I like being around grown folk. Jesus says two things about the church. He says, I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom. We're talking about authority. We're talking about authority. When you're talking about king, you're talking about dominion. 
Everywhere you see kingdom in the Bible, matter of fact, it would do you good when you go back and reread Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Wherever you see kingdom, right outside of it, dominion. Because that's what you're talking about. Repent for the dominion of heaven is at hand. Glory be to God. Repent for the dominion of heaven. Seek ye first the dominion of heaven. And all these things will be added unto you. Get up under my dominion. And you'll lack nothing. You understand? I'll show you the mysteries of how the dominion of heaven operates in the earth realm. See, if I do my job right tonight, you ought to leave here obsessed with dominion. Some of you saints confuse me. You confuse me because your father is obsessed with dominion. Even Jesus was obsessed with dominion. My God, even the devil was obsessed with dominion. And the saints of God seem to be the only people who don't care if they have it. Everybody want it except for y'all. I'm not talking about y'all, you understand. I'm talking about the generic y'all. God, how has Satan seduced us? So let me close with this. He says, when you go out, he says, I'm going to give you the keys. You ain't got none. They're mine. But I'm going to give them to you. And when I give you the keys of this kingdom, I'm telling you right now, if you'll do what I'm telling you to do, the gates of hell won't prevail against you. Why? I'm going to give you the right to bind on earth what I bound. Binding and loosening only works as an extension of authority. It's the right for you to enforce on earth what he's enforced in heaven. The church is to be an extension of the authority of heaven and the earth. We are to steward the earth for him. Steward our lives for him. Steward our cities for him. Steward our generations for him. And then he's raised from the dead and he says, all authority has been given to me. And then it is in this sequence of scripture from Matthew to Mark that he says, he continues what he said in Matthew and Mark, now go ye. Make disciples of all nations. And in my name you shall cast out devils. Glory be to God. Not your name. In my name. He's saying it's my authority that's going to do this. When I open up in the morning, I'm going to take you back to, to Luke 9 and Luke 10. When he sends the disciples out and gives them a preview. It's in my authority. The thing I'm trying to get you to understand is you will be more weaponized when you realize this ain't got nothing to do with you. (laughs) 
In essence, he said, your job is to show up and say, in my name. Do you know what that means in Texas? That means God said. (laughs) Your job is to just show up and say, God said. Glory be to God. Somebody shout that right now. God said. That's bringing his authority into the situation. God said, you're going to do this in my name. Don't go in your name. Don't go in your strength. See, that's how the devil's able to intimidate you. He'll let you know you don't know enough scripture. You, don't, you haven't prayed long enough. You, you haven't fasted long enough. You ain't been in church long enough. Who are you? Who are you? See, that's the issue. He's got us looking at ourselves. It ain't about you. You don't bring nothing to the table. You ain't got no authority. But silver and gold have I none. Oh, come on here, church. I'm in Acts chapter number three now. When the Bible declares there was a man laying at the gate beautiful, and he's looking at alms, and Peter shows up on the scene, and the man begged of alms of them. And Peter said, I ain't got no money. Can I preach it like I feel it? He said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give to you. What you going to give him? In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. I got the right to invoke the authority of heaven against the works of the enemy. Oh, my God, I'm going to have to pick up there in the morning. I'm going to have to pick up there in the morning because Peter goes on and, and further. No, let me do it tonight. Go to Acts 3. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up, hurry up. Go to Acts 3. Go to Acts 3 real quick. This is it. I promise this is it. Maybe the Lord wants this tonight. Let me give it to you. Let me give it to you. Oh, my God. He says, in the name of Peter. And what he said. And what he said. But he says, such as I have, I give to you. Seemed like to me, if you got it, then it should be in the name of Peter. No. He's saying, I got the right to use his authority. Oh, my God. In the authority of Jesus, rise up and walk. Every time I say this, I'm reminded of when I was training. And my wife will tell you, we're starting to see miracles happen in services so easy, so sweatless. I'm, I'm, I'm on purpose trying to do the least amount of spiritual calisthenics possible. I'm trying to make sure, you know, I ain't just waving on people. I'm trying to make sure that I just say in the name. I just want them to see, see this, how this authority works. And deaf ears are popping open and people are being healed. Somebody was in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the last church I was at just got healed from lupus. And I didn't even get to pray for him. It's just his authority when you invoke that authority. But every time I get to here, I'm reminded when, when, when I was training these ministers, and it was hard to get them to lay hands on the sick. And, and they were like, I'm just afraid, you know, that ain't nothing going to happen. And I was like, I understand that. I understand that. That's real talk. I said... But what if something do happen? Watch this. It ain't got nothing to do with you. 
In other words, the reason they're scared is because they think you've got something to do. do. You ain't got nothing to do with this. No, no. You ain't got no authority. You are to lay hands in my name. They shall lay hands on the sick. You understand? It's the authority that does the work. But because you are the ecclesia, you are an extension of the authority of heaven in the earth realm. That's your assignment. Put your hand on their head and invoke the name. That's as far as you go. Whether they fall out, whether they get healed instantly, ain't got nothing to do with you. That way when they do get healed, you won't go telling people, you see what I did? Boy, I, I went around there and I laid my hands on them. And boy, I tell you, if I put these hands on you, you're going to be healed. The devil is a lie. You ain't got no healing in you. The authority is in Jehovah Rapha. And until you invoke that name, his Power shows up on the scene. That way when it does happen, he gets all the glory and all the honor because it is in his name. Oh, some of you getting set free right now. Oh, you're getting set free. Stand up on your feet. You're getting set free right now. This has nothing to do with me. I don't have no authority. He's got the authority. But I've been given the right to use it. And I've been given the responsibility to use it. So now watch this. Stay standing. Watch this. This man gets healed. This man gets healed. Wait a minute, Fred. This man gets healed. In Acts chapter number 3, you remember he gets up walking, leaping, praising God? Look what Peter said. In verse number 11, as this lame man, which was healed, held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them. In the porch that is called Solomon's greatly wondering. So all these people, after the man got healed, they start running to Peter and John. Peter said, uh-uh, 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 hold on. Look what Peter said. Verse number 12, and when Peter saw it, he answered and said, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or... Why look so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness we made. Oh, I'll get to read it with (laughs) y'all. By our own. Then Peter replied to them, said, men of Israel, why are you amazed at this? And why do you gaze at us as if by our own power or piety? We, we had made him walk. Next verse. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus, the one whom you delivered and disowned in the presence of Pilate when he had decided to release him. Keep going. Keep going. But you disowned the holy and righteous one and asked for a murderer to be granted to you instead. But put, to, but put to death the prince of life, the one whom God raised from the dead, a fact to which we are witnesses. Next verse. Here it is. And on the basis of faith in his name, it is the name of Jesus which has strengthened this man whom you see and know. And the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect health in the presence of you all. 
Come on, put your hand on yourself. Say, silver and gold have I none. Here's what I want you to think from this day forward, because you'll think, you will think that this empowers, disempowers you, but this is going to empower you in a way you have never seen. Determine right now today that in and of yourself, you bring nothing to the table. You don't have no authority, but you do have to bring the faith and the obedience but not the authority. Jesus has it. And if you who have been given the assignment as the body of Christ will just speak his name, you've been given the privilege and the responsibility God hates the works of darkness because Satan is rebelling against God. He knows he has no right to do it. But Adam let him loose in the earth realm and Jesus came and got the authority back and handed it to the church and said, would you go lock him up for me? Every time the church doesn't do his, its assignment, every time you and I allow the enemy to come in and out of our lives and win, we allow him to transgress the authority of God. We allow him to disrespect Jesus. And I don't know about you, but he will not use my life as an excuse and a means to disrespect Jesus. Jesus stripped him of all authority. He has none. And Jesus says, if you'll invoke my authority, I'll back you. I'll back you with the power of the Spirit. I'll back you with the angels. I'll back you with the host of heaven. I defeated him. And anything that will enforce that defeat, I will back you up. So whether that's in your life personally. I love when the woman of God stood today and she said personally, corporately. She said whether it's in your personal life, in your corporate life, whether it's in cities, states, nations. God is looking for somebody that will enforce heaven's authority for him. Don't allow Satan to disrespect God on your behalf. Now, I want to invoke this name right now. I believe faith is rising in this place. It is his name through faith in his name. Say that after me. His name through faith in his name. Now say it this way, it's his authority and faith in his authority. Yeah, yeah, I'm going in his authority. I'm going in his authority. 
I'm going in his authority. See, that way Satan won't intimidate you. He'll try to tell you you're not strong enough. He'll try to tell you you're not spiritual enough. You're not anointed. You're not gifted enough. He'll try to tell you you don't know enough scripture. He'll try. It has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with that. All you got to be is born again. And if you are born again, you came into this authority as your birthright. Can we just pray in the spirit right now and just release this authority? Yes. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Yeah. <laughs> it's the name. It's the name. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. <laughs> the name. The name is going to do it devil I don't have no faith in myself I don't have no faith in my own strength I don't have no faith in my own words I only have faith because I believe your authority your authority your authority Satan this is about you and Jesus this is about Jesus stripping you in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Jesus Georgia belongs to Jesus oh yes it does the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof Satan doesn't have a right to take a city a family a generation he doesn't have a right to take anything he doesn't have any ground here in the name of Jesus And so I say to you, use the name. Use the authority like you're wielding a mighty weapon. Use the authority. Invoke my authority on the scene. And watch me move heaven and earth to enforce the authority that is in my name. Jesus wouldn't conquer death, hell, and the grave and not enforce this authority. If you'll be committed to destroy the works of the devil, heaven will always back you up with authority. Now I speak to every sickness, every disease. That is the work of the enemy. Now hear me. Listen to this because the Spirit of the Lord said this to me the other day. The other day I was praying. I was praying for healing. And the, and the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me. He said, Isaac, I, I could heal you. But he was trying to teach me something. So listen to me. He said, I could heal you by my power. He says, but you don't really need supernatural power. You just need rest. Just rest and let your body recover because some sicknesses are natural which means you violate natural laws you get tired you don't eat that's natural he says what i gave you authority over were the works of the devil he said and some sicknesses are demonic which means there are some things that that you didn't set no natural laws in motion 
you, you, you've tried to do right. You've tried to honor God with your life, your body, but you start coming up with infirmities and, and things that don't make sense. And sometimes it takes the Spirit of God to discern, is this, is this spiritual or is it just natural? This is something I can fix by my diet or something like that. Now, God could choose to supernaturally deal with it, whether it's natural or demonic. But what he was trying to do is teach me something. He was trying to teach me that if you'll teach the saints of God to simply take authority over their bodies and say, in the name of Jesus, I shut down every demonic scheme, strategy, plot to come against my health. And I curse it. Anything arranged schemed, strategized, and manifested by the wicked one, I command it to get out of my body right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Some of this is the works of the devil. It's the, it's the strategies of Satan. It's the working of the enemy. And we refuse in the name of Jesus that's what I was saying when the woman got healed of lupus I was just I was just ministering I was ministering just ministering the name and just the authority just receive it right now over your body over your body if it's something in the natural you need to do he'll reveal it to you but let's just believe God to wipe it out some of it could have been the enemy some of it could be spirits of infirmity some of it could be stuff that the enemy started in your bloodline and started things and curses of all kinds of weaknesses in your body in the name and I'm telling you just as sure as I'm standing here miracles and healings are happening right now They've been happening everywhere we've been going. Everywhere. Why? It ain't got nothing to do with us. I know how to speak the name. <laughs> I know how to speak the name of Jesus. I can shout Jesus from the mountains. And I can shout Jesus in the streets. And I can shout Jesus over your body. And I can shout Jesus over your child. My God, I'm sensing in the spirit there's somebody in here. And you're dealing with something concerning your daughter. You have a daughter that is dealing with some sickness, some spirit, some infirmity in her body. It is your daughter. Raise your hand right now. Everybody just keep praying. Just keep praying. Just keep praying. Now, this always happens because a lot of times I don't know because my eyes are closed but I'll be doing this God spoke this or doing that as God is my witness my hand was right here and when I opened my eyes it's right there at that lady I'm telling you right now come on come on everybody speak the name of Jesus and you do it too mama in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus we command her to church lift up a shout of victory right now hallelujah healings miracles are breaking out jesus from the mountain oh 
Lord Jesus. Oh, we thank you. Oh, Jesus. Now, we were going to do this more so in the morning before I left for my session, but let's do it now. Oh, Lord, I preached way too long. But we're here now. Now, the greatest concentration of demonic activity is right down the street. Atlanta has become the hub. You have had so many demonic spirits enter into this, this, this region in the last 10 years that I believe some of you will probably look around and you're like the last 20 years and be like, what in the world happened? And it is for this purpose that God has raised up Jackie. God is saying, I need an extension of my authority. I need somebody that will tell Satan it's illegal. We're not conceding that to you. And I come and I stand underneath this apostolic mantle and in the authority of Jesus. And I decree to the spirits of perversion. You foul, wicked spirits of hell. We curse you right now. As Jesus spoke to the fig tree. We command every agenda to wither away and dry up. We cut the root right now. And we bind you spirits of greed and deception and manipulation. You will not disciple the cities of this earth through that city. It will be called a city that sits on a hill that cannot be hidden. We declare tonight because we are in this city a higher authority reigns here. The ecclesia and in the name of Jesus you come down tonight. We command sweeping changes. Sweeping changes in influence and leadership and legislators and entertainers. Oh, in the name of Jesus, we curse every wicked plant of tear that Satan has planted among the wheat. And we command it uprooted, uprooted, uprooted and removed and the gates of hell shall not prevail against them. Oh, shout hallelujah. Now angels, be released. Go pull down every high place, every high person. Pull them down now in the authority of Jesus. May their eyes be open. May you release divine encounters. May the fear of and terror of the Lord fall up on them. Oh, over this nation, we refuse to be governed by wicked people. 
we refuse it. Now we release the host of heaven. Open the eyes of the blind. Make men to know that there's one mediator between God and man. And it is the man Christ Jesus. Let them know that except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Let them know except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh in vain. We decree right now, coming into 2024, and every election in this state, in every city and state in this nation, we will have the righteous to rule over us. We're done with it. We're done with it. Uproot every wicked, every twisted, every perverted extension of the enemy. And we declare we will have God's will in the White House, in the Congress, in the Senate, in the House, and in the body of Christ. Raise up preachers and apostles and prophets and evangelists back to your house that will rule your people underneath the banner of the kingdom of heaven. And we declare those that have been sown for deception in your name they shall be plucked up and plucked out. And your sons and daughters will shine as bright lights in the kingdom of our Father. Father, we claim this earth to you. My God, hear me. It's coming to you, Apostle. The Lord's been dealing with me about get the silver and the gold out of the hands of wicked people. The Lord spoke to me to start believing him for supernatural increase in wealth like I could not imagine. Whenever you say wealth in the church because we've seen people pervert it and we've seen people misuse it, we do not understand the purpose for it. But the Lord spoke to me and it thundered in my spirit a few weeks ago. The silver is mine. And the gold is mine. Isaac, get it out of the hands of wicked people. Because he knows when he gets it in our hands, we won't waste it on senseless lusts like the world. He knows we'll take down principalities and powers. He knows we'll put an end to sex trafficking. He knows we'll go in the neighborhoods and buy them out and buy them up. He knows we'll start schools and he knows we'll raise up unwed mothers' homes. He, he knows we'll do things to rehabilitate the earth. He knows we'll take cities 
believing for it right now. The wealth of the wicked will come into your hands in the name of Jesus. We'll feed the hungry. We'll clothe the naked. We'll take care of the sick and the poor. Oh, God, we thank you that the groundswell has started tonight. Now let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now just let that mantle of authority that's in you just come upon you. No matter how timid you are, no matter what your personality is, you wear this. You don't have to change who you are. You can just walk around and your whisper will shake the gates of hell. Because it's the authority. It's the authority. My God, I feel the glory of God in here. Somebody's stomach is being healed. digestive issues and this is a yeah in the name of Jesus it makes sense that you were close to me that's the way that anointing works most times in Jesus name whoo my God there it is oh Jesus thank you thank you Lord now lift your hands to him and vow to give him all the glory We give you all the glory for everything that will be done. We give you the glory for every miracle, every sign, every wonder. When you turn this city upside down, when you usher in the glory, we'll never speak of ourselves. We'll say it was your name. And faith in your name. In Jesus' name. Y'all, I just got to quit. I can't stop. I just got to quit. I just, come on. I just got to quit. Oh, glory be to God.